No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. I'm in here today with the one and only King Combs. How you yeah, feeling, yeah. bro? What's up? I'm feeling good. Happy feeling to good. be here. Hey, man, I'm happy How to you? have you here as well. You bring a lot of energy to the room when you walk in. I like it. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> it. Um, okay, so I, I want to just start with this topic because I think it's important and it kind of ties in to what we have going on today in the yeah. shop, everything. When did you first have waves? I first had waves, I would say... In seventh grade. Okay. And do you and, remember anybody yeah. in particular putting you on? Hmm. Nobody really put me on. See, I know my pops always had the waves from back in the day, and I always was brushing my hair since I was a little kid. I always made sure my shape up was right, tape mm -hmm. up, hairline was good. So that was just something I always been into. But one day I was brushing, I just seen like two ripples, and I was like, oh, hold on. <laughs> so is that I just had to keep going, get him 360. So you just brush and brush and brush until eventually that just starts to happen? Yeah, well, it like kind of came together naturally. I ain't going to lie, because when I seen it at first, I wasn't going super hard on my waves. Right. And then but when I really noticed that they could connect, that's when I started going hard, putting the do-rag on, mm. conditioning, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so there's like extra steps you set, take? Okay, yeah. The secret formula to it all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Did you feel like your life... Wave juice gives you waves. Did your life change <laughs> once you, like, started to have waves? Like, did people, in terms of, like, girls giving you attention and shit, did you start to feel like they were just putting you in a different Definitely. category of dude because For you sure. had the fresh-ass haircut? Now, I'm a wavy geyser. Before, mm. I was just Christian. Right. But the waves on wavy geyser. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire. But, um, yeah, but so d was there a point where it sort of started to become kind of almost like your brand? Like it's just, you know, after a while, like with you naming yeah. the soda after and everything, it's kind of like you decided to sort of use it for marketing purposes in a way. Well, definitely. I always loved my waves and it really became a part of me when like people was posting me about my waves, talking about, yo, this is the new hairstyle of twenty. 16 that's mm. when i was like oh like i'm really the wave god on the low <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah now you know what i'm saying i make sure my whole crew got waves really i see why i ain't got the spins on deck where v at tell v pull up <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up i mean it must be so sad when a dude who's had waves since childhood just all of a sudden his hairline starts kind of receding and just not really working the same way and they gotta yeah, just sort man, of fall back it's not gonna work for that yeah <laughs> God damn, people calling me in the middle of the interview? How dare they? Um, yeah, that's crazy. So so what made you decide that you wanted to name your uh, signature soda after the Wave concept? And what exactly oh, yeah. is Wave Juice? Shout out my guy, Jay. He presented the idea to me. He was like, yo, I got this soda. Um, you want to be a part of it? I'm like, soda? I don't know. But I was like, hold on. If a soda could give you waves... Mm. That's a whole different type of soda. So I'm like, hold on, let me call it the wave juice. Right. <laughs> and then wave juice is here. Did you have any particular affection for the blue flavored soda or anything? Was that is that like just always been your favorite thing? Yeah, like from, from a kid, I feel like the blue soda was kind of rare, like the blue fanta. Uh -huh. I always loved that, and I never like got it enough. Right. So. That was something I loved, and I wish they always had in, like, fast food restaurants and mm. stuff. Yeah, it's crazy how the whole exotic soda thing is kind of taking over. It's like before, it never even crossed my mind, but now when you actually go to 7-Eleven and look at the sodas that they got, it just seems boring as hell. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Definitely, you need some color, you need some vibe in there. So 7-Eleven, come get some wave juice. You need it. <laughs> I don't want to be too materialistic or anything, but... 
what era is that Sean John chain from? Because it, lo- <laughs> it looks like you might have like whipped it out of like the archive. Wait, wait, wait. It's, it's from this era though. I, oh, I it's just new. Okay. It Shout out my guy Aviani. Wow, really? He put the blue face hunnids on the. I've never ring. seen that before. Where he actually has the hunnids making up the chain. A Sean John pendant. I just felt like it was such a '90s vibe when I was looking at the blueprint. I was like, oh, adding Sean John on it would be harder than adding King Combs or something. I feel like right. it just make it like a T-shirt, like a design. What's your thoughts on the Sean John brand name? Is it still like you still focused on keeping it alive? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I always rock with Sean John. I got a special collab coming with them soon. Really? It's going to be real dope. Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be crazy. You know, I didn't even notice this till right now, but you got Stanley from The Office on your shirt, too. You <laughs> right. a fan of Stanley? Not really, actually. I just <laughs> like the shirt. I was like, yeah, he's just sitting there. I mean, he's, he's just in his own vibe, not worried about he's nothing one of else. The greatest characters in the history of modern television. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. Like that, that that's a whole vibe right there. Him just right. hanging out in the in the warehouse by the fake, fake palm tree. <laughs> fake palm tree, just creating his own Hawaii. That's Stanley for you. Um, so, okay, tell me a little bit about your <clears throat> upbringing and shit. Like for people who aren't super familiar with you, like tell yeah. me about about your your come up. Yeah, so people who aren't familiar with me, I grew up in New York, born and raised, and I moved to Atlanta, L.A. I was moving a lot when I was young, and I was living in New Jersey before I moved to Los Angeles. Okay. And when I came here, I don't know, it was a little, it was a little funny. I didn't, I didn't really walk, rock with L.A. at first. Wait, so what age did you make the transition from New York? I was in seventh grade, sixth grade. Oh, okay. That must yeah. be weird because New York is such a particular place to grow up. Yeah, yeah, nah. It was definitely different, but... I got used to it and definitely loved it. And what people may not know about my upbringing, like, it wasn't all just flash and glitz and glamour. Like, I spent time in the country with my other side of the family, my mom's side of the family, who's not really, you know what I'm saying, as privileged and doesn't have all that. So it was dope to see, like, both sides and always kept me grounded and humble. Was that because you were acting up that they were just like, we're going to send you to <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, the simple life? <laughs> like, I was there for a little too long. <laughs> your Paris Hilton type <laughs> moment where they make you just go stay on a farm or some shit? <laughs> nah, it, it was dope though. It was real like, that's where all my cousins and stuff is at. Like, I don't really have a lot of cousins in New York and stuff. All my cousins is in, right. in the South and stuff. So it was a whole different vibe, but I loved it. It was never a time where it was like, yo, I, I miss going back home or something like that. Like, I always loved being out there. Right. And I feel like that's a big side of me, too, the countryside, the down-to-earth side. Right, for sure. sure. Dude, you were born in the middle of, like, the craziest era of bad boy, basically, Word. right? Yeah. So do you have... Rem- 98. Do you know that, like, when you were one or two years old that you were, like, being on stage at wild-ass <laughs> concerts or going on tour? Do you, do you know anything about that? When I, when I was seeing it, it was, it was real crazy for me, and that's what really shaped me to have my dream as being an artist myself. Like, mm. Seeing my pops on stage, seeing people's reaction to him, like how the fans would just react, it made me look up to him even more, too, and just like really study and see what's going on and not take it for granted. Right. Yeah, it must have been like a crazy. Do you do you have a memory of like that sort of moment, or did you was, did you always know that your dad was this big star? There was never like lie. a moment where you really realized. I never really just knew, but the moment, yeah, there was a moment I realized, and it was when he was on stage at like Madison Square Garden, right? Like, like his tour. It was like one of the first dates I ever went to, and I was just sitting there in the viewing area, and then the lights go off, and everybody just starts screaming, ah, and then you see him light up in the white light and all that right come out looking like god and everybody going crazy that was just 
a crazy feeling. Wild. Yeah, from there on, I definitely knew. You know what I'm saying? And especially because we you're, them guys. Right. <laughs> you're, you're looking at your other friends and shit, and their dads. You're just sort of slowly realizing, like, oh shit, like his dad is just a regular guy. Like his his dad's <laughs> friends with my dad, but nobody gives a shit about his dad. He's just a regular dude. Like this is a well, weird see, thing never, to comprehend. I never really thought like that though. Mm. For some reason, like that never really like went in my mind. I really felt like my pops was a normal person at the same time too, because a lot of my memories was with him just in the house, just chilling. Right. So it's like, I seen a dope thing in everybody's dad, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I seen my pops as such this big hot figure and look down on everybody else. Like, right. Everybody else was still eye to eye to me. And it must be weird because, yeah, that shit, or you're seeing him on stage rocking a huge crowd of 100,000 <laughs> people, it's like that is a very small percentage of the time compared to the time when he's like hanging out, like making you some toast or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, for sure. It's a, it's a whole different experience. Yeah. It's definitely crazy. That's wild. But definitely blessed to be able to experience that. Yeah. Shout out my pops. Damn, you know crazy. So, so did you early on start to think of it in the sense of, all right, this is a lineage, this is a family, I want to continue on whatever has already been built before me? Or yeah. did, you, like, did you acknowledge that sort of responsibility almost? Did it feel like a responsibility? Yeah, for sure. I mean, back when I was little, like real young, I really wanted to be an artist. Like I was... I remember watching his video, Let's Get It, with G-Dep, Black Rob. Mm. And it would just inspire me to really be doing it myself and really free make a G better Depp. song than that. And, free G-Dep, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's free a sad Depp. story. That's a fact. Yeah. 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 That's my guy. Damn. So, yeah, watching all that inspired me. And really, from day one, I was like, yeah, this is going to be me one day. Mm. It's going to be me out here shooting these videos. Shout out Surf and the West, my two videos out right now. You ain't checked them out yet? No, I definitely checked it out. I was really surprised crazy. to see you on song Greedo and shit. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. O3 Greedo, free him. Yeah, It'll free be him. Out real I, soon. I seen it up in the, in the sky at the end of the video oh, yeah, and yeah. shit. That's lit. Um, yeah, how'd, how'd that come about? Do you know Greedo? Yeah, actually, that came about through my brother. and That's crazy, because I was with Greedo and Shoreline one time at a video shoot, and your brother showed up. Yeah, and I yeah, was like, wow, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. there was a connection. All yep, right. that's actually when they linked up. And oh, then okay. they told them that they want to do music with me. I actually have a song with Shoreline Mafia oh, that's wow, going to be dropping really? soon. And around that same time, we linked with O3 Greedo. And Greedo, we really got like three unreleased songs together. Wow. He came in the studio that night and did like four tracks. Back to back to back. Like and, he um, usually would do. When he, whenever he would show up in somebody's <laughs> studio, it would just be so much energy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely had a lot of energy. Like, he was definitely a real happy soul. Like, mm. can't wait till he gets home. We're going to celebrate for sure. Yeah, that's just crazy. Who's who's the other artist that's on that song? Kai Cash. Right. Yeah, that's Who? CYN, my guy. Okay. We in the same clique. You know, we grew up together since we was like seven, eight years old. Oh, okay. That's fire. What, what's the other single you have right now? Is the one with uh, it's surf Young with Miami? City Girls. Yeah, 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 Young yeah. Miami. That one's AZ crazy, Chike, too. AZ T. Grizzly. Yeah, AZ Check. I was really surprised West. to see you on that, too, because that's kind of like the same click with like Greedo and everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just recently linked up with all of them like last year, and every time we link up, it's always like organic and just yeah. extra cool. Like It already feels like family, and I feel like everybody that I collaborate with is like family to me. Like from across the world, different artists. Like, it's all like a, a bond. Yeah. That's a pretty wild idea. Was that your idea to be like, yo, my brain, Young young Miami, uh, mm -hmm. AZ Chike, and T Grizzly together for like a crazy-ass pool party video, basically. Like, what, <laughs> what was the thought process that led you to put all those artists together? Well, in the beginning, it was just like, yo, this beat is crazy, and I'm about to spit on this beat. AZ Chike was in the studio with me. We was doing something to our other song on it with One Take J. Uh-huh. Um, Shout out to Jay. Yeah, he did that, and it was just me and him at first. And then T Grizzly came to my crib, 
and then I was playing him a bunch of my songs, mm. and he heard that one. He was like, yo, this is fire. And then at the end, that's when I was like, hold on, I could really do something special with this. We got the East Coast, West Coast, down South. Yeah. I got to get Young Miami on here, so. Because I was like, yo, I really need something ratchet, like, to really turn the party up. Mm. So I called her, and she was ready right away. So That's crazy. Dope. Yeah, it's like the age of the female rapper right now. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of like you got to get a girl involved on any song with more than two, three people. You start looking Facts. sexist if you don't get the female <laughs> energy on there, right? <laughs> Word. Is she like your favorite uh, woman rapper right now who, who, who clocks yeah, on your I, I would register? say she is. Okay. She definitely brings that energy and that swag. Hell yeah. yeah. Do you remember being around like Foxy Brown when you were a kid? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Little Kim and shit? Well, I was just recently <laughs> with Foxy Brown in New York. She's, she's still real cool. Really? What were you guys doing? Dope. I had this like show for Fashion Week. Oh, okay. I feel like this, this brand it was dope. That's crazy. You got, you got a lot of those opportunities? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really connected in the fashion world. Shout out Dolce Gabbana. I never even thought that it was going to be like that. Like, I always been into fashion and designing and like my whole swag is a big part of like myself, but Dolce literally called me randomly, like, yo, we want you to walk on the runway. That's like, wild. I never wanted to be a model or nothing like that, but when I seen that opportunity, I was like, yo, of course, that's that's next level, that's fire. Right. And ever since then, I got to work with Tommy Hilfiger, Philip Plyne, a lot of other brands, Dior. Wow. It's been dope. And so you're kind of coming into that conversation, like, they wanted you there, so you probably don't have to deal with as much random ass bullshit that like a lot of people might have to deal with as models and shit. Word, word. Nah, well, you know, I've been in some situations, like little castings and stuff. I was like, hold on, hold on. This, <laughs> this is a little extra. What, they, they got <laughs> you go sitting around for? Studio. They got you sitting around for mad hours just waiting on shit. I feel like being a model, there's got to be a lot of that. I ain't gonna lie. The modeling thing is fire, though. Like, when I first came in, it was a lot different from the rapping thing. Like, I really mm. felt like I was the prince of New York coming in there. They was like, Christian, you need this. We had the drivers, this, that. And they do that for everybody. Like, really? You get real good treatment once you. You know what I'm saying? Make the list and whatever. But That's of course, with anything, you gotta grind. It's a, some type of grind in it. So. Do you feel like one takes away from the other in the sense that the modeling thing kind of takes away from you being an artist, or that if you being an artist could potentially take away from if you? I don't think you want to go fully hard with the <laughs> modeling thing, but if you did, like, do you think that being yeah. an artist would kind of be a detriment to that? Nah, I think for me, because I'm real style forward in my music and stuff like that, like, I think it goes hand in hand, mm. honestly. And it just goes hand in hand with my lifestyle. And I like to do anything that's just organic Yeah, for me, so. Definitely. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, so what, what's your creative process like in terms of you getting into the studio and, and mm. actually working on music? Like, how often are you doing that? Where do you record? Yeah, I try to do that every day. But usually I don't, I don't force it. Whenever I'm really in the vibe, whenever I really feel like, yo, I gotta go in the studio and catch this vibe. And I usually record in my studio, it's in Hollywood, it's called Bad Boy. Okay. And uh, it's a little studio, it's real intimate, it's like a home studio that we put together like six years ago. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, we record out of there. I usually just have my crew in there, CYN, couple vibes, and I really just like to lock in and just focus on the track and not really have too many distractions. Definitely. Who else is in CYN? Oh yeah, we got my man Kai Cash, Bass Swag, Tank God, Nico Brim. Tank God? RJ, oh, yeah. Oh, so you got producers on there, too? Oh, yeah, thanks. Nice. Producers, DJs, you know, managers, artists. That's what's up. A whole real, well-rounded clique. Hell, yeah. What's your relationship with your brother like at this point? Uh, Justin or Quincy? Justin. Oh, yeah, it's real close. Yeah, me and bo- both of my brothers is real close, but 
me and Justin, like we live together right now, so right. we out here just moving like, together most of the time. Like I seen you two on on stage together, the Wild and Out thing, and it was mad <laughs> funny to see him just like hyping you up and shit. And yeah. I was like, man, that's so interesting to see like what the brotherly dynamic is right well, there. We always had like a close bond. Like to be honest, me and my brothers never fought. Really? Like I don't know why <laughs> we never like got into like a fist fight or like really got angry at each other to where we had to spaz out. That's interesting. Because I feel like I fought with my sister so goddamn much growing up. But when you when I look back at it, it seems crazy because it's like, how the fuck are you... Like, what do you got to fight with your family about? Like, yeah, that? Right. like you really have no we, reason... We, to... we get into arguments, but it never escalates to that next level to where we angry, angry. Like, you know what I'm saying? We always laugh it off, say right. something crazy. Definitely. But so do you feel like you're doing the rapping for Justin since he don't actually rap? <laughs> Nah, 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 definitely not. <laughs> he never funny. expressed interest in that though. Is that almost kind of? It's almost yeah, weird nah, to he, not. He always be says, "Yo, you know, I got that one track. Whenever y'all go blow up crazy, oh, okay. I'm, I'm hopping on that one verse." Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You think he actually pull the trigger? Or you think he's just trolling? Nah, he's definitely gonna pull the trigger <laughs> <laughs> for sure. That's so interesting because coming from your family, it feels almost like being not wanting to be a, a, an artist is like the the different type of decision. Yeah. Huh? yeah. I mean, well. In my in my family, I'm kind of the only artist. Oh no, me and Quincy. Mm. But my sister is really like trying to be models and stuff. They're mm. not really on a singing type of vibe. A lot of times when you talk to older rappers and you ask them like, "Yo, like, how do you feel if your kid became a rapper?" They're like, "Oh hell no, no, <laughs> no way. My kid's gonna have a normal job." Blah blah blah. Right. Was that like a conversation that you had at any point in your life? Yeah, I remember when I first actually told my pops like I'm taking this serious. Like when I was like 14, 15, I really just gave him. The headphones and played in one of my songs. Mm. He was like, "Oh, this is a lot better than I thought." Boom, boom. He was like, "Yo, I'ma just tell you right now, if you're gonna get into this music industry, don't come to me for no handouts. I'm not gonna be helping you with producers, writers, none of that. You need to learn how to write your rhymes by yourself. Do this, that." So in the beginning, it was a whole like thing where I really had to learn to write by myself and like teach myself how to make my own style of music without his help at all. Did that seem unfair to you at the time? Like, come on, nah, dad. Give me, it give it me actually a fab seemed verse. right. I, I was just like, oh, no, nah, yeah, let's get it. And mm. that motivated me to really prove to him that I was nice. Yeah, because I feel like t there's so many people who want to be rappers that it's like, if you really actually want to be a rapper, it's like, th there's just no faking it. There's there, yeah. there's no element of like, like if I picked up some rapper tomorrow and I wanted this to be my rapper and I'm just constantly bringing him around saying, this is the dopest dude, whatever. It's like, that that will help him a lot if he actually is dope. Yeah, you know if he's not dope, that literally will not do anything. Exactly. This dude is never going to go anywhere. And that's like my cosign. And I can say the same thing. If Drake came out tomorrow, whack-ass mm -hmm. rapper, not only is this dude's career not going anywhere, but everybody's gonna be laughing at Drake. Like that's just not like you can't like you want to help somebody out, you want to give him a handout, but yeah. it's, that's not how it works at all. Exactly, it's definitely no handouts, and he made that known for me to day one. He was like, "Yo, first of all, the people are gonna not like you off the rip. Like mm -hmm. it's gonna take you, even if you have a hot song, it's gonna take you two more to really get the people. Like maybe somebody that the people never heard of that mm -hmm. come from the mud." They get a hot song, whatever they might be on right away. He said, "Yo, you gonna really have to prove to them mm. like who you are." And that's dope. It's, it's gonna be no handouts. That. Yeah. yeah, that's like an important thing I think to keep it real about that because it must be a weird situation to ha have to even have that conversation as somebody who's done so much in the music game. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my pops is always real straightforward with me, so mm. I always knew whatever come out of his mouth was a Fendi fact. He not gonna <laughs> cut it short or try to. Say nothing to make me feel better. So yeah, definitely. That's a Fendi fact for sure. That's <laughs> yeah. a Snapple fact. 
That's what I, that's what I say. <laughs> snap up that. That's just that's a snap hard. back. That's hard. <laughs> My friend uh, Black Dave from Harlem, he, he always hits me with that, so I got I got to say that. Um, Black Dave. Black Dave. Shout out Black Dave. Um, actually, when we were at Lyrical Lemonade Fest in Chicago, I was like telling the lady at the, the guest list thing, I'm like, yo, my homie got to come and pick up a pass. And she's like, what's his name? I'm like, Black Dave. She's like, it probably doesn't say that on his license, huh? I'm like, nah, but you'll know because yeah. there's a black guy named Dave. I'm assuming he's going to be the only one. Black um, Dave. He got in, right? Yeah, he got in too. He walked right up. He said, I'm Black Dave. They're like, all right, cool. What? I don't know how the hell that worked. Um, yeah, so so in terms of, do you feel like you've had to go through a lot of a lot in terms of like finding yourself as an artist? Has that been like a whole process for you? Like when you look at your early work, was it not even close to what you feel like you're putting out now? Uh, yeah, like when I first, very first, was making songs, like one of my first songs, of course, it was a whole different type of artist than who I am today. But I always feel like I love the nostalgic vibe and mm. really in my music having it be soulful and not just saying a whole bunch of nothing like I like just bringing that vibe and tapping into the ladies I feel like from the beginning that's how it's been but I definitely evolved yeah for sure like if you listen to my mixtape 90s baby that's on SoundCloud it was like mostly like 90s beats right because like in the beginning that's how I was like learning to figure out my flow and figure out my vibe and then on my new EP, Sincerely C3, it's like nine tracks full of whole different type of vibes, like a West Coast vibe, a New York vibe, chill vibe, turn up vibe. Right. So it just shows like my ability as an artist to tap into different areas. Yeah, that's really interesting because, I mean, I was listening to um, that the song that you got with Tiana Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was interesting because I'm like, damn, that's so crazy that they like went with a sample straight out of that <laughs> era that literally like the Boy. era you were born in. That song might have came out like right before you were born type <laughs> shit. For real, though. Where, how'd that song in particular come out? Um, we always been thinking about collabing with each other. I remember I hit her up in the beginning. So that was the first that, time? To, yeah, yeah, that was oh. the first time we ever collabed on a track. But I hit her up before saying that we should collab on one of my projects and then she hit me, and right away, we just went to the studio. She called me at her studio. I came there, and yeah, I rocked with the beat. You know, I knew I could flow on it. Yeah. She, she wanted me on it, so. Did you put any thought into what flow you were going to go with? Because it felt like, you know, th there's certain flows that made sense during that time period yeah. compared to flows these days, and I felt like that was an interesting flow that you went with because it was sort of, it was like hearkening back to that the older era, but it wasn't mm -hmm. like totally just rehashing the flow or anything. Yeah, I feel like, that's kind of came to me organically, like right when the song played and I heard what she was talking about. Mm. I knew I had to like tap into that vibe and really talk to the ladies. So definitely go check that out right now. If you haven't seen it, tell me what you want. Tiana Taylor. For sure. Uh, you got a girl? Yeah. Uh, OK. You've been with her for a facts. while? Yeah, for a minute since like sophomore in high school. Oh, wow. OK, because I just wanted to make sure it was the same girl that I watched a vlog of y'all in Dubai. <laughs> yeah. I definitely saw you kiss a dolphin. <laughs> you ain't see that, man. I did see. I would do the same thing, dude. I would fucking swim with the dolphins any day. What? I thought that was good. You never went before? Not to Dubai, nah. I was watching it though. I'm like, man. You that's... never swim with the dolphins? Oh, nah, nah. Actually, to be, crazy, to be man, real, I would be kind of scared. It is kind of scary. Because they're all big and strong and shit. But, but it's, it's fun, though. It's a different experience for sure. That was lit. Was it, <laughs> is it kind of weird to have your girl making a vlog, sort of just like putting your vacation all out there and shit? <laughs> nah. It I mean, was pretty baller, though. I told her to do it. I, I didn't want to put it on my Instagram. Mm. I mean, my YouTube, so I just let her put it on hers. That's smart. 
Yeah. I like that. Let them see a different side of you, but have it like filtered through the girl. So you can't be yeah. calling you soft. It's like, it's her video. She made it. <laughs> We're in though, right? That was fine. The only other thing that really stood out to me about that video, too, that I was sitting there on the couch watching last night is that you were in Raising Cane's in Dubai. I'm like, damn. Oh, yeah. I love Raising Cane's. I didn't That's know they had it in Dubai. Places. That's amazing. Yeah, they got Shake Shack, all types of stuff in Dubai. I was kind of shocked when I went there. I was mm. like, yo, this is some type of different type of world because <laughs> all those rich fuckers out of there they're like they want all the cool shit that they know we got out here so they're like yeah build me a panda express <laughs> Where, <huh? laughs> i don't know probably i ain't gonna lie dubai is hard i wish i owned dubai wow yeah that's mm. gotta be a spot dubai is crazy definitely gotta get some cribs out there um yeah oh yeah i have one other question that i really wanted to answer before i just wrap this up is yeah are they really bringing back making the band yes are you gonna be involved it's with it in any way what's the idea crazy. Yeah, I'm going to be a little involved. I can't give everything out right now. I'm going to let my pops, you know what I'm saying, debut all that. But it's going to be crazy, and I know he's going to bring something different to the table this time than last time. So right. it's going to be a little bit more interesting than the last one was, even though the last one was crazy. But yeah, we're taking it there for I'm the culture. I'm so excited for that. And I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, man, they brought back TRL and nobody cared. But if they bring back making the band, everybody's yeah, going to go crazy for that's it. Different. You know? Making the band gonna go up. Yeah, just because it's like, that's so like, I, I I still feel like they also need to do a really good version of like American Idol with rappers. Yeah, that would be hard. Because wouldn't it be fun to going up there. watch some people go out there and just bomb, just terrible? That'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be the best. That would definitely be hard. So, what do you got coming up? Uh, coming up, I'm dropping a lot of new music, being in the studio, you know what I'm saying, the rest of the summer. Mm hmm. Uh, these videos I just dropped, Surfing the West, Keep Pushing Those, new content out to the fan, Wave, Wave juice. juice, got my merch site up, finally, Sincerely.World, brand new merch on there, so, hell yeah, just working, working a lot. For those who don't know, we got the Wave Juice in store right now. So Wave Juice is in stores right now, mm -hmm. so if you buy Melrose, pull up, you know where we at, on some shit. Facts, and if you're Don't trying to wavy. pour up in an exclusive beverage, there you go. Yeah, it's a, a great chaser. You can turn that thing purple. Pull up. <laughs> pull up. You can pour up anything. That's, I'm not I'm applying anything. You can drink anything. You can drink some tequila with the wave juice. It don't yeah. matter. For the ladies. Ciroc. Ciroc. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The best chaser for the wave juice, by the way, is the peach Ciroc or really? the apple. You, so you're, wait, you're chasing soda wait. with alcohol? <laughs> Or no, you're saying you yeah. chase the alcohol with the soda. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Alcohol okay. with the soda, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> My bad. That's a rock is good, though. What's the odds of us getting a case of that out here? Easy. I got you right now. I'm going to be Come drunk on. tonight. You know that. It's going down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, I appreciate you coming in talking with us and getting the soda in the store and everything. Yes, sir. It's, it's, we got to pull him tight. up something. Let's yeah. do it. Is there any wave juice for my man? I need the wave juice. I ain't had sugar in weeks. And we need some ice for him. Facts. Oh, you want a live taste test? Let's do this. We got some ice. Live taste test right now. Take your time with it. Catch every flavor. Ooh. They need that. Every Reminds me when, when you used to go to Burger King back in the day and they would have the red and the ice, like the, the crushed ice type smoothie yeah. things. Kind of reminds me of the blue side of the aisle right. there. But that was gas. That, that's one of my favorite things. So every time I go to the movie theater, I get a blue raspberry slush. See? There you go. That is a classic. Classic. Makes sense to me. All right. King Combs, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Yeah, like, yeah. comment, and subscribe. And definitely come on in and cop some wave juice. Come on, man. We here. Let's get it. Easy. Appreciate <laughs> you, G. Thank you, man.